Hey everyone, I'm Jason Ward from MakingStarWars.net, and uh, yeah, today we're going to just talk about the the things that are floating around up in the air, being all weird, um, the weird fantasy life of fans, I guess. And uh, thank you to Star Wars Santa for uh, getting me access to a quote or two that I needed. I do appreciate it, man. And uh, make sure you follow Star Wars Santa on the YouTube dot com machine and um i was um bad at communicating rob is here hi rob hey yeah i thought it was like gonna be earlier earlier so when you weren't early early i was like all right i'll just i just assume normal time yeah. and i just i'm like sending an email you know i was in the middle of recording a it's video okay. for work I, I make i make videos yeah. for work so they know exactly what i mean right jason you're talking about yeah, your recording about your only fans yeah yeah my, mm -hmm. my only my only crafts Right. Only crafts. So like, <laughs> they're actually drawings of his feet, but they're really accurate. <laughs> hey, man, you want a Crayola foot? I got you. I got you. Dog. So anyway, man, I sent an email. I was like, oh, shit, he's on. Like, like <laughs> Sorry. For yeah. a minute, I thought you were on with Santa. I was like, nope, nope, that's the yeah. show. Like, <laughs> That's the show. Um, no, what ended up happening was uh, yesterday, after we got finished with this show, P Penny is has the, the virus that Luke had. And so she was just like down and just horrible, I guess, all day yesterday. And I was supposed to go uh, oh. do something today. And I was like, I don't think I'm going to be able to go today, just so you know, uh, to this person. And I'm like, because my daughter's not feeling too well. And then um, so last night was rough. She was just like fever, sweats, all that stuff. I got like three hours sleep. And then and then she she sleeps like four hours, wakes up. She's like, I'm good. I'm fine. I'm a kid. I'm, <laughs> Never I'm back. Mind. I take it back. I'm not, yeah. I don't feel sorry. Yeah. No. And then she's like, and then of course her mom comes in, her mom comes and gets her and she's like, I'm like, Oh, cool. I got to do the fun part this week. <laughs> but, um, so anyways, uh, yeah. So sorry about the bad communication, Rob. Um, but so what, what's going on is that it like, there's this like quote going around from Leslie Headland about old George Lucas and like what's going on there and in this quote though there are things that it if you're not a little bit privy to the industry and how they talk about things and what they're saying some of the shit she says the conversation kind of falls off and then you're able to just make it into whatever whatever you want you know what i'm saying like if you don't understand what the critique of the auteur theory is then it seems like it's this According to the internet, not me, rabid lesbian attacking old man George Lucas who created <laughs> really Star Wars on a fucking Jason, walnut farm. But that's Jason, that's there's I I think there's the a angle. place that we could we could take the national choir format and just uh -huh. do all the the, the the nerd bro like grievances, right? Like <laughs> here we go. Lesbians, they're trying to get Lucas. He's been he's been hiding out, he's in a bunker, but the lesbians are everywhere. You know, it's the national like... grievous, we'll call it. We'll make <laughs> grievous like the lead dude, right? Like he's the dude complaining. <coughs> <coughs> yeah. So, um, um, and and like it's just like it's it's been a perfect storm in the last twenty four hours of 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 stupid. I'm just I'm just gonna be honest. Know, with, anything with, about this, Jason? That, that's why. And, and no, no, this is good because I'm I'm, I'm going <laughs> to explain it to you. Me. So first up, we're, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna roll out with. The first myth du jour is that the Acolyte has been canceled. It's not going to be made, you guys. The oh, my God. Yeah. I got to go. Hold on. I got to go tweet that. It's I know, canceled. right? Jeez, Jason. The, uh, the uh, show that I literally scooped wrapped this last week. I'm not going to film now, guys. And then, um, and then the uh, goalpost got moved. I, I saw. It. I'm, not gonna inter yeah, I'm not going to interact. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to interact with people that are disingenuous because you just you're not going to reach reason with somebody who's just at the very foundations of what they're doing is just disingenuous right. across the board. But um, yeah, and um, right. um, I saw. I saw. They said, "Oh, well, the uh, second season has now been canceled. Not not the first is fine now. The first is fine." Second season has not been canceled, guys. 
<laughs> I'm like at a uh, loss. Not for, for words. nothing. Didn't I tell you they weren't going to make a second season of Book of Boba Fett, though, Jason? Right? Uh, didn't I say that? Oh, I I would stop saying that if I were you. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Bespin seems to think uh, it happened. No, no, no. Right now, um, no. There was a there was a couple of weeks where I knew that they were making Boba Fett props and materials down in uh, right. Manhattan. We're like, is this for Boba Fett two or for Mando four? What's it going to be? We had Ghost Track. I can't remember what it is. Ghost Track nineteen or some bullshit, which is on it. I think it's just a, a um, it's just a little little company. But anyways, um, yeah, we end up in this in this place where I don't know. It's like I feel like there's a portion of the internet that is larping the reality that they wish existed, and then it goes into this really weird place where some of the people aren't aware that they're they're on a LARP, a live action role-playing session. They have no idea. They right. really believe these things that it, that it, they're being they told. They're really happening. The Civil yeah, War and... is happening at Disney. Like the Little Mermaid's tanking. It holds, they're going down in flames. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And and then like like um there was even um a guy who uh I don't know if I should pick on him. I'm not gonna pick on him. I don't want to pick on anybody. It's not my my thing. But this guy's like, you know, they could always do what what Warner Brothers did, and they could get rid of, uh, they could they could get rid of it like they did Batgirl. And <laughs> I, I I don't think to that, be that... fair, they didn't they didn't get rid of Batgirl. <clears throat> they locked her in a trunk and drove her into the Labrador tar pits, right? The Labrador yeah. tar pits. So that's that's where Batgirl they didn't get rid of her. Yeah, and um, you know, for a tax write off. Bespin, you called you called Bespin's a ghost track 17 Beatles reference. Misspelled the Beatles. You're officially not European <laughs> anymore. <laughs> um, I, there's a few things I've seen Jason really get angered by and misspelling the Beatles, the Beatles is one of them. Yeah. It's the only thing you guys did well. Um, okay. You, so you know, for for no, Jason, no, no, it's like when you hold up for Jason, it's like when people don't hyphenate Spider-Man. Right. Yeah. Like they get really mad about that. Yeah. Yeah. I do that though. I I respect the Spider Man. Uh, Miles Morales is Spider Man. Um, for Batgirl, it was eight an eighteen point nine million dollar write off. And to be clear, that money didn't go into Warner Brothers' pocket. They spent ninety million dollars, and they get they get an eighteen point nine million dollar write off on the ninety million. At a tax federal tax corporate rate of twenty one percent, that's not fucking ideal. That's what you do when you can't cover operating costs to say promote your movies slate for the next year because you don't have the money. That's when you do that move. Uh, Disney's not in that that position because Disney's very diversified with theme parks and all kinds of stupid shit yeah you know what i mean so so it, it's not Cruise that's lines, not, not 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 just galactic not, stars, yeah not just galactic star cruiser <laughs> which is which is the uh, the uh, the go-to but um yeah so like basically the show is isn't canceled uh, i'm pretty i'm actually willing to bet i bet the farm on a season two on of of acolyte from what i've heard like I really, really, truly believe that it it will happen because the post development on of of Acolyte Two never stopped, or or from Acolyte One never stopped. They continued to do work. So the the foundations I know are are there. It doesn't mean it'll happen. I've seen that this happen before, where where early work is just kind of continuing, and you know, concepts and things like that are are going on and. Like for, for the High Republic era, there's like a fucking Bible of of art designs. Like the when they're not doing these movies, when they're not doing the shows, the full time artists are working on the High Republic era at times. There's a whole fucking thing, like a, a, a huge, like so the High Republic era is being well defined. I and I just have a kind of have a hard time imagining that it they don't get to it through the acolyte um series but uh so here's here's what here so here's the whole thing though is there's the number one is i love george george lucas i mean this guy's on the show imitating him 
every day to make me laugh. <laughs> He's in the fucking opening. I, I did a fucking song with them. We do a duet at the end of the show. So if you think I don't love George Lucas, you're fucking stupid, right? But it, it comes right. down to to this to the to the thing of there is a myth in 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 Hollywood of the auteur that it like there is this all knowing all encompassing kind of fucking deity. They're a genius that you can't comprehend. Comes out you of the seventies. It, it, it heavily does. 70s. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and just, George's generation, the the Coppola, you know. Mm-hmm. And 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 one thing about it is that it and and in recent years it's been used to justify abuse in Hollywood. It's been used like, I, I jokingly made, made it, made the joke earlier in the week. I was like, Hey, if you got to throw Shelly Duvall around and on a, on a set, but you get me the uh, shining. (laughs) But then when you really look into it, you're like, Oh, it's, it's pretty dark. And like, and like what they do, like the Woody Allen style stuff. And that's one of the things that that Leslie Headland was written about for the Hollywood Reporter, I believe. There was an article she did a while I, ago. To give people context, yeah, because I know some people. Well, it's just a movie. I'm, I'm tough. I watch giant, athletic, grown men break down over far less in basic general basic training, man. Not even like mm-hmm. crazy. Not Navy SEALs. Not. Green Ranger, Green Ranger, <laughs> Luke Skywalker <laughs> showing up Rangers, on Disney Plus. I'm such a oh, such sorry. a fucking nerd, dude. You know, <laughs> Army Rangers, n- none of that special shit. Just, just, just the same. We 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 did. I did my basic training the same place they did stripes. Yeah. They filmed stripes. I was in the same platoon that they're in. Their drill sergeant was named Hulka. My name was Hulk off. Like yeah. that's how fucking. And I was in with my best friend. So I watched guys in basically. A comedy level, like basically, f- fucking breakdown over far less than what Kubrick mm-hmm. was doing to Shelley Duvall, you know, or yeah. what uh, the director of um, the guy who was directed Exorcist, what he mm-hmm. pulled on set by sh- firing live guns and weapons and shit, you right. know, and, and but but the, get reactions. The, Friedkin was it William Friedkin? So, so the the reason that 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 comes up is that if there is this assumption that they know all. And they know what's best. And by knowing what's best, they can do anything and make up anything. And they could, but at the end, the results are, you know, the proof's in the pudding, baby. Like that's, that's like, you know, who got the wake up call with that? Mm-hmm. I think, I think Cameron believed in it up oh. until, no, James Cameron believed until did. the abyss. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, kind of what he did. The yeah. abyss was a yeah. giant wake up call for but, him. You know. But he, here's the here's the uh, the whole thing is is you know I I'm not going to pretend that I have George Lucas on speed dial and I could be like G- GL what do you think? But the one thing that I I want to I think George Lucas um, dispelled it himself a long time ago, and Jedi Mike says four eight fifteen sixteen twenty three forty two. And I don't know if me and Jedi Mike are on the same page or if he's just, just entering the numbers into the bunker like always. But uh, George Lucas wrote a letter to David Lindelof and Carlton Cuse and the, the, the crew at Lost as they wrapped up their show. The letter read, congratulations on pulling off an amazing show. Don't tell anyone. But when Star Wars first came out, I didn't know where it was going either. The trick is to pretend You've planned the whole thing out in advance. Throw in some father issues and references to other stories. Let's call them homages. And you got a series. Right. And then he yeah. then he goes on to, to congratulate them on what the work that it, they've done. That is George Lucas recommend- admitting that, like, that's, yeah, I don't know. I am I am making it up as I go. I am faking it till I make it just like everybody else. And he made it. Right. And then that's what propels the myth. And then so what you end up having is this sort of the I the the, this American individualism comes into play that there's one man. There's 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 one fucking lone cowboy who's going to ride it on his horse and he's going to save you. He's going to be your daddy. But that's that's a fucking lie because your daddy doesn't know what's going on either. You ever hear parents say, God, parenting's hard. I'm just making it up as I go. That's because well, that's, there, there is no God, there is no daddy. 
There's no one looking out for you. Everyone's just doing their best. I'm joking about the God thing. You believe whatever you want, but it's like I'm 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 it's like it's this idea though that of buying into this i this this thing that there's this lone individualistic person or thing that's going to save you, and it's it's not true. And so what Leslie ends up getting into in her quote that we'll read is that it a lot of people brought Star Wars together. It wasn't just George. George didn't didn't do the Ralph McQuarrie concept. He didn't do the editing from that Richard Chu and Marshall Lucas did. He didn't he didn't he didn't redesign he, the Millennium Falcon. He, he told someone to redesign it. And he probably didn't buy, buy the fucking hamburger to come up with it either. That's probably a right. lie as well. And um, but it's he didn't like, build the, the motion control camera, you know. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He didn't, you know what I mean? Yeah, he, yeah, he didn't create the uh, Dykstra flex, he didn't do the attack on it. He didn't, I mean, he but it, that's not to say that he's not the 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 main ingredient that that brought the cake together. He is. He's he's yeah, the there's baker. No Star Wars without him, without right? a doubt. Like, he is. Yeah, yeah, he is. But also, there's no Star Wars without you. Change any of those elements, and it's a different flavor cake. It it bakes differently. It's not even and, a cake. It's probably a pie. <laughs> it might know, be. You know, hey, yeah. might be a cheesecake. Like the, I'd say, the prequels were a cheesecake because they were kind of cheesy. I love them. But what you I'm and really then and then for me, Jason. and then these people though will will swing whichever way they want depending on how they want this to go. But there's also this myth that if the prequels were only full of yes men and that it was truly the auteur theory at play or the auteur at play and that it no one was telling George no or this or that or whatever. And it was just what George wanted the whole time. And it's like, no, in, in reality, George would, would be out barking orders, so to speak. And then uh, people would bring back the work and then he would just pick like a teenage girl lying on the floor scrapbooking you know what i mean that's at the end of the day what it, what what that's that's as probably as auteur is is it really truly got but you but you they did believe one for the prequels blame his kids <laughs> no don't say <laughs> that because every time he, these directors he, have kids jason they go and actually ruin rob movies. rob rob <laughs> no 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 thank you for saying that because this is this is the other part of it is this behavior of the last 24 hours from all of these people talking about Leslie Headland and and uh, Acolyte are exactly why you don't fucking have George Lucas anymore. It's why he fucking sold it and bounced. Because you're fucking crazy. And you're not worth dealing with. And he, he's like, fuck this. Stop fucking with my kids. Stop fucking telling me all of the stupid shit that you want, you know, about what Star Wars was supposed to be. And he fucking bounced. And it's the same exact behavior. But the uh, difference is that it, when, when it is, um, in this instance, a, a woman who's a lesbian, that's when they get really mad about it. Because Gary Witta said a whole fucking lot worse about George Lucas, as did L Damon Lindelof, who actually apologizes in that, that, um, reply to that letter sorry for all my comments on the prequels george uh at the end of it because the uh truth is is that it they we're all have the their opinions about stars J J jason no joke we're in the biggest wave of homophobia this country's seen since the 80s mm -hmm. like just be honest man you know yeah. like like oh yeah it is it is disgusting i i i grew up with this bullshit uh I got real fortunate that I grew up around the gay community young as a kid, and uh, and by the way, no one, no one, no one tried to indoctrinate, doctrinate, uh, old Rob. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the only place Rob never felt safe in was a fucking church or the police station, and I had to go to both regularly. So, uh, and I, that's no shit. But that's what we're up against right now. We're, we're up against this fucking shit. And so, yeah. if it wasn't, she wasn't gay because she's a woman. If it wasn't. She wasn't a woman. It'd be uh, because she's a liberal. If she right. wasn't a liberal, it'd be because she's fucking not George Lucas. You know what I and mean? Because George if, Lucas isn't a liberal, con right? Sure. And if <laughs> if their content made you gay, then the straight content would have made them straight. These are the same dudes Think that go it. around bitching about San Francisco. Hey, guess where Star Wars was built? <laughs> I just <Okay>. yeah. So <laughs> you okay. know what I'm saying? Like, like so so here here is is what is what Le Leslie said that it. I think has kicked this off, okay? And once again, uh, I like Leslie Headland's work. I don't care if she likes me or she doesn't. I'm not trying to pander to anybody. 
I'm just like, this is fucking, this is outrageous. Okay, so here's what she says. This is what we understand to be Star Wars. The idea that only came from George Lucas. The only, that only George Lucas holds the key for what we understand to be Star Wars is untrue. And I think the prequels are an excellent example of that. I'm going to continue reading, but really quickly. That is true. That's not, that's not even her digging on the prequels. That's her saying that half of the audience said that Star Wars is this one thing, and the other half said it's another thing and rejected it. Even our own Star Wars Santa, who loves everything, rejected the prequels because it wasn't Star Wars. So anyway, and then she goes on to say, the idea that, that you're hiring a director that everyone is sitting there waiting for George Lucas and not for the person who's going to know how to hire Ralph McQuarrie. That's the problem. That's the misogyny. And the problem with the auteur myth as it stands today, because they're not thinking that this is the person that will hire the right people. And this is the person who will create the look of the books and direct people to get them to that place. So this is like her off the cuff, by the way. They're just thinking... Do you have all the answers? And the truth is that nobody does. And anybody that says they do is lying. And that is the fucking truth. Jason, this is the problem. The average person does not understand the Mm -hmm. process of creating things. They have no idea there's a process. They just think like AI, you type in a thing and it's done. Look, it did it faster. It didn't go. So when you need changes, when it doesn't work, what do you do? How do you fix it? Oh, no, I just uh, wait till I come up with an idea. No, there's a technique. There are processes that you go through to allow you to then go down a path to develop another idea, to iterate. They yeah. don't understand any of it. They have no concept of it. And even like having like 40 years of Cinefix magazines, these motherfuckers never once sat down to read one. So it's like that. That's it. The ones we're talking it doesn't, about. You know? It doesn't like, even. Yeah. I mean, you could even just just take it down to to, to fucking truby and story structure. They 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 right. don't have any any clue. Most mostly, yeah. and I'm no expert. I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not a, a film historian or a film academic. But it's just like, uh, you know, like what the uh, like general paths would be. You, you just like it, it. Just comes down to like very checkboxy. Like we always joke about Wizard Magazine. Uh, style stuff at the end. Oh, then just get Halle Berry to be Catwoman, and then the the movie's done. It's like no, if it's you not. just edited out <laughs> the parts I didn't like, the movie would be better. Now, yeah, that's oh, not that's not how it works. You know, so it was it, so easy. <laughs> yeah, George George Lucas has not been Star Wars for over ten fucking years now. Rogue Rogue One. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to Rogue One because it's the it, it is the movie that number one had people who said George Lucas isn't good and still Star Wars. That's what Gary Whitta said. George Lucas said, or, 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 Gary Whitta said, like Lucas is a hack. Those movies suck. Don't pay for the special editions. Like he's the one who's actually said the the, the uh, shitty things. You know when you get down to it. But also at the same time, whatever Gary, I don't know to what extent Gary Whitta's. You know, I don't think is I don't think he really shaped Rogue One that much in the end but i do think he laid the foundations for rogue one to be what it was and you can't take that away from the guy and he could not dis- disagree more with george lucas and i don't think that it, i disagree with gilroy yeah I, I i don't think that i don't think that gilroy often would i i think that gilroy outclasses george lucas as a writer and and with the subtleties of filmmaking like by far and 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 I think George Lucas is clunky. I think, but I also think he's fucking awesome. I think he's fucking rad. I think that like his bold ideas are like super good to me. He's like, it's like you know, you have like a Freddie Mercury writing "Love of My Life," and that's like Gilroy. And and in my opinion, um, he's like, he's like the fucking Ramones. He just gets the basics really down, really bold, and really fast. And you're like, fuck yeah, that's that's what I like. But Star Wars itself is just such an amalgamation of homage. Call it thievery, if you want. No, no, and no, and then I want I, I want to write fat bottom girls. That's that's the one I want to write. So you know, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, uh, fun show, Jason. Uh, I'd All super right. chat you, but I don't care. Yeah, but you you also write bicycle race, not fat bottom girls, because but but you want to be that guy, and I understand, George. 
No, no, but um, the uh, I shot well. the video. I did. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I smelled. I smelled the bicycle seats. Um. Anyways, yeah. It's, so 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 you. But we 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 end up like I said, like like with this idea that it, that's the only way movies can be made or are made. And it's just not not true. And like like I said, in Hollywood, it's a problem because it's been used to justify extremely like abusive be- behavior, like Weinstein kind of kind of stuff. Because hey, you know what? Like that that's part how of the about, process, man. About, it's like no, it's how not about that. K. Russell, the guy from the Three Kings, David O. Russell, whatever. Uh huh. He's a real piece of work on set, you know. Yeah, yeah. He's one of those yeah, it's... they kind of put in that category, you know. That's how he gets the performances. <clears throat> they get the Oscars, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And and it, but but it's like, um. So if if we ever if we want Star Wars to be a to to continue on, if we want Star Wars to be a a, a living document that is being written and contributed to over time. Um, every year, every Disney Plus show, every film, you can't go forward pretending that that myth is what created that pie or that cake, because otherwise you just won't be able to like to like make it happen. Instead, everything will it'll just be like the Mandalorian, where you just have like just John Favreau, and this is what I think Star Wars is, and. Uh, I don't think Star Wars is just what John Favreau says it is. I like John Favreau's Star Wars. I think it's fun, Jason, but it's not. Let me you know get an analogy I mean? here. I think just popped in my head. I think might be. I think it might work. You you, you tell me if this just checks out, right? <laughs> okay. Right. No, I'm right. being serious, right? I okay. can never tell, right? Okay. But uh, <laughs> we'll see. You know, you know we'll that see. you know that show where they they dress up the boss as one of us plebes and then they make the boss oh the uh, undercover the boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've only seen the I've never watched the show. I, <laughs> yeah. that, I love that movie too. Yeah, Kylo but, Ren um, did it. Kylo Ren did it once. So yeah, right, 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 right. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I feel like if you just replace the CEO character with the average fan and then make them go work on a fucking set. <laughs> yeah. You know, a nice sixteen hour shoot. For I don't know three months fucking straight, you know, like mm-hmm. just shut up. Like, like you know? yeah, they'll stop complaining a whole lot more. I'm very look when I give my complaints, I'm very mm-hmm. aware of how fucking difficult it is. I mm-hmm. I check in with my buddy who films shit. He's filming right now. He's been he's been busy for four fucking weeks, dude. You know, dude was unemployed. Now he now he, now ever since the strike, dude. He's had more work than since before yeah. COVID. It's weird. So, but what I'm just trying to say is you gotta understand, you know, like like they just they've never walked, you know, or attempted to walk in the shoes, you know. Yeah. General Grievous says George Lucas is definitely the creator. That that's that's well, two things about that. That's not really we're not really debating that. He is the uh the creator of Star Wars, but also what original idea did george lucas bring to star wars that wasn't just a reference to something else which he even admits homages what what was it what is the alchemy is it just george lucas's father's come mixed with his mom's fucking egg and now we got star wars because that's not what it is it's george lucas's experiences with pop culture it's the it's the shows that gave George Lucas dopamine hits as a child that he attempted to recreate for himself as a in, thirty-one in same, year old, basically, and and so the and way, then Jason, that yeah, that when James Cameron is filming things underwater, he's not just placing characters underwater to do an effect. He's trying to give you the experience of his experiences under the ocean through a great adventure. There might be some creative, but he's also giving you those experiences. And there's right. transference, and every creator. Whenever they're trying to make that, they're trying to give you some level of transference. So if they're being genuine, that's the difference between that and just hacking one out for you know a paid gig. You know. Yeah. See. See. So here's. I mean, I I I tend to go to, to music for for my analogies, and what what we have here is Star Wars itself has become a genre, and it's it's 
as a genre, I think is when number one, you have the visual cues that we're used to from star Wars that we, that we have grown accustomed to as being part of, of, of it. And then you mix it up with a bunch of stuff and now, but what George Lucas did in doing that initially is the most common fucking thing today in the world. Every Marvel movie that you see is let's take uh, the spy thriller, mix it with the superhero genre. Let's take the romantic comedy and mix it with the superhero genre. What Star Wars is is kind of doing now is it's taking Star Wars as a, as a genre, as a genre, mixing it with whatever the dominant genre would be, like an and or the spy thriller. And then, but then also referencing things that Star Wars has maybe never got to do before because, you know, they were created concurrently, such as when Dave Filoni um, did his episodes that were an homage to the Predator, where Ahsoka and Chewbacca are dropped off on a planet and hunted by transitions. Stuff like that. Someone say Predator, (laughs) Jay. Oh, hey, how's it going, buddy? I'm I'm still celebrating right now. That's what I'm doing. Still your birthday? I'm a so. it's a birthday month, Jason. Get the whole month for Filoni. So what people don't know is that when it's Dave Filoni's birthday, he thinks if he never goes to sleep, his birthday continues. And he stays up for several days. And the, But then he sleeps for like two or three weeks. <laughs> yeah, after. I'm like a little bear. I'm like a little cub. You know what I'm saying? Like a little yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Anyway, I got to go. Bye. But, but, but yeah. And I'm, I'm glad you showed up, Dave, because here's, here's the other side of it is, is, if George Lucas is Star Wars, then what is Dave Filoni? What is Dave Filoni just a cover band? Does he just is he just a guy from Journey who replaced the the singer from Journey or whatever? Is that all that he is? Is that is that all you guys want? Do you guys just want to go? You know what I mean? Do you guys want to see Led Zeppelin, or do you guys want to see Dread Zeppelin? Because if you just go around pretending to be George, trying to do everything that George would do. Try going, oh, what would George do in this thing? Then you, you don't end up with anything further. But what we have here with Star Wars as a, as a genre is we have, oh, let's just say George, Star Wars was punk. George created punk. Well, now other punk bands get to come in and they get to go, what can I do with three chords and a lot of energy? Or in this case, $200 million and a lot of energy. You know, Let me explain to those nitwits out there who don't get what you're saying right okay name one person one person on the internet you've listened to you know all the ones jason over, over the me. last 20 years Nobody pick a site any site any stream any web page any person at all even myself uh, peter, peter scretta just just uh, retired so i'll pick i'll pick peter scretta name one who said when you when you're right if you got to write the story of the clone wars any one of them who would have come up with the character no. Dexter Jetster in a oh. fucking 50s diner. Name <laughs> like, mm-hmm. one of them who would yeah. have invented that. Do you know what that number is, Jason? Zero. Like, but, like, but, 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 yeah, and, and, and so when, when Dexter Jetster hits the internet, the name leaked early, I laughed. I'm like, fucking George Lucas. I'm like, I'm like, cool. Right. I know it doesn't really matter. <laughs> right. And then another half of people are going, fuck, what the fuck is this bullshit? Elon Sleeves Bagano, give me a fucking break. That's what happened. So yeah. right th- that alone, though, shows that this auteur theory of Star Wars doesn't apply. And that's that's what that's the point that Headland is making. The prequels exemplify. It doesn't matter if you love the prequels or you hate the prequels. The point was the audience said Star Wars is is this, and George is like, well, to me, it's this. Nobody agreed on what Star Wars was, and so that once again, so to buy into the yeah, when, myth, when anyone is writing their fan fiction lore, and they're always like, this character would meet up with this one and that one. Name any of them who are who are throwing in uh, uh, Captain Typhos. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. like name any of them who are, who are writing in CO Bibbles. And I'm going to be honest with you, George Lucas doesn't party, George Lucas don't fuck, and with with George Lucas, I don't think we get bigs, you guys. I don't think, I'm just going to be real with you guys right now, I don't think we get bigs with George Lucas. No, George Lucas is the safest thing that that, uh, Linda Ronstadt ever did, right? (laughs) What, yeah, was that, was that like Linda just going through her like safe dick phase or something? What was that about? That was really weird. She just dated Jim Carrey, Jason. I know, but it was young Jim Carrey, sorry. He he was probably like, alrighty then, you know, and she's like, this is too much. (laughs) It's too much. It's too much. He's like, but your kids are going to love it, you know, like, all right. (laughs) No, uh, yeah. So, but, but, but we, we do see like, 
the, on, on Acolyte, it's weird that it, that's become like the, the uh, show to beat up. And for, for, for the record, I, I'm not sold on Acolyte being good. I'm not sold. I haven't heard anything that makes me go, yeah, I believe it, bro. You know what I mean? I, 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 I've been all for it. I saw yeah. the leaked trailer. I wasn't that into the trailer. Mm-hmm. You know? And, and, yeah. and I feel like for a show that's – and for me, it was like, okay, a show that's pitching itself as a path to the dark side and a different take – just a lot of good guys and good kids, Jedi kids running around everywhere. I don't know, man. So we got to see the show to really know what's going on. Well, maybe, and, not, and, maybe not a great trailer, you know, it's possible. Yeah. And, and while you were bringing up like people you follow on the internet and commentators and stuff like that, if you, I don't know, I would, I only attempt to follow people I think are sincere about what they say. If you are going and you are pushing this Leslie Headland idea and and that she's like a piece of shit and the show is bad and the show is canceled and so on, like all of that kind of jazz. And then you have in the last year defended the expanded universe as something to behold and is the most that is literally against George Lucas. The expanded universe is literally something that he did not want to exist. It was Unless a necessary it evil. Double-bladed lightsabers, and he was cool. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, I mean, let's see. He lived from it. No, that was the comics, though. But what? No, no. I mean, I mean, I'm just saying though. George Lucas had zero respect for it. Did not want it to exist. And and it's not like. And I, I say that like half-heartedly. People are like, you know, like, oh, he destroys every copy of the special of the holiday special. No, no, he doesn't. He just looks like that's that's bad. Just fucking just no, we're not putting it out. Like it's just, it's just that easy. But 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 George but wants the, to comment on something, Jason. Uh, okay, Sam the Sham says George wrote the music for Williams, obviously. Yeah, he, he hummed George, it. George, you want he to hummed it. it. He's all he's like it goes it goes meh meh meh. I mean it's something like that. I, and Williams I is like, this is it's, good it's, stuff. It's, I'm gonna write this down. I, all right, I was humming. It's not about spaceships. It's not about spaceships. It's not about spaceships. It's not about he plagiarized. Spaceships. Yeah, that's. I believe you, George. It's unions. I gotta. You know, I'm working. Yeah. I'm working on it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're you you are you're a music legend, George. You know, people oh, yeah. Yeah. people should acknowledge that about you. I think. I think. I think John Williams. I think it's time for him to sit the fuck yeah. down and shut the fuck up. Yeah. I mean, he wrote the notes down that you clearly dictated I mean, who, to him. Who knows what? Who cares who Holst is, right? Who yeah. Cares? Yeah. Who gives a fuck? I mean, no. yeah. Fuck that shit. What about? What about? That was your uh, idea. I don't know any musicians. I, I mean, I you 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 time traveled. Hum that. Holst Holst wrote it down, yeah. and then acts like it's his. It's oh, you, I, George. I did. It's all you. I did. It's always been yeah. you, George. You want to produce one of my films? I like I like the your, the cut of your jib. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'll I'll do whatever you I'll I'll say whatever, dude. I'll I'll be like, hey George, let's get some cocaine and do whatever you want. <laughs> That's that was making home something. Let's get let's get cocaine Jason, and do whatever I've been you trying want. For years, he won't do it. I'm just letting you know right now. <laughs> yeah. Strangely, it puts George to sleep when he does coke. He just sleeps. It's weird. It's like the opposite for him. But yeah, no, good point, Sam. Good point. Yeah, it's like th- that's. But that's that's what where we're at. That's where Kathleen Kennedy. That's where uh, Dave Filoni. That's where even even Tony Gilroy. All of these people are like, what makes this thing tick? What makes it it? But how do we do it without doing exactly what we've already done every time? Except for J.J. Abrams. He wanted to do exactly what we've already he's already done. And then he did it. He did his cover album. And then he tried to do an original one. And he fell on his face. But, you know, uh, it, it, it just. We don't speak about that movie. Yeah. But, but it's like, it's like why can't. I mean, see, like, here's, here's the, uh, the uh, thing, though. The auteur theory isn't necessarily like like the or you know the, the myth I would say isn't the the way to go about looking at the the future of Star Wars exclusively. Now I I am somebody who 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 I do appreciate some tenets of it. I would prefer a great writer like Ryan Johnson, who's also a great director, write and direct his movie. But I also think it falls apart 
when a poor writer like J.J. Abrams wants to write and direct this movie. Yeah. So it, it's it, which that right there, that fucking divide right there is something that proves that it's something that we need to recontextualize and get real about. You need to look at it realistically as opposed to buying into to the myth of it. Because like uh, Headland says in there, there's an article that she wrote and it's about the, which I'm sure will make those same guys really happy, but Russian doll co-creator, why the auteur myth is misogynistic. And in that one, I'm not going to read the article because it doesn't necessarily pertain across the board. But the thing about it is that she says is that like when the actress is being abused by the director and coming up with something because it wasn't there. Well, is the auteur the know-all god in that situation, or did the actor bring it? The actor brought it. The actor was whipped into finding the answer. And when they're in bed, because the director who has the excuse to sleep with his co-stars or his, his stars and stuff like that is, is there writing it out and they're in bed talking and stuff like that, did he do that on his own? No, he didn't. And that's, that's, where, that's where I find the Marsha and George Lucas like discussion. It's always way over here or way over there. It's all Marsha. He's just a no, fucking no, no talent idiot. Hirsch. Okay, no yeah, oh, okay. Paul Hirsch. Fuck Paul Hirsch. Um, no, no, but but my 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 I tried my for no, years. I'm, he just, just wasn't kidding. into it. Jason. I, no, Paul, you know? Paul Hirsch just, took him to Hirsch, Six Flags Hirsch and everything. Cool. But no, but the uh, the uh, thing is that like no the uh, the uh, truth is that it either of those myths are wrong. That it's that it's it was a collaborative effort. It's like it's it's the fucking Beatles. Right. You take one beetle out, you got wings, man. You know what I mean? That's at the end of the day, you end up with wings. And, and it, do you, you think Paul Best would have done that drum solo that we all know that Ringo does? In that oh, Pete song? Best, you know, Pete Best, Pete Best, the drum solo. You yeah. know, what I mean? when they're doing no. that song, and then yeah, no, Best sucks. Um, Star Wars makes says, my thing is, what if that light is good? Like a lot of people are bashing it before it arrives, regardless of what you think of Leslie. It might be genuinely amazing show. So, and here's yeah, and that's one of the other things that um, keeps coming up is that uh, people were not believing my scoop that it wrapped. And because they heard on the YouTube.com that su- that um, they had only done four of them at Celebration, that means that they couldn't have done four since Celebration. And it's like, no, Kathleen Kennedy is saying, I've seen four, I think is what she was saying. And they're assuming that if the other four were just not even touched yet, that's because the quotes were taken out of context, miscontextualized to lie to you, to make you angry, to keep you in the fold and get super chat cash from you. That's what, that's what happened. And, um, Meg specifically, no, I'm joking, but, but that's, that's what they, (laughs) what they, that's what they, that's, that's how, how the game is played. And it's just, um, it, it's not not accurate, and they filmed the show like we said yesterday for about eight months. How how long do people think it takes to film this, a season of a Disney Plus Star Wars show? Do you, do you think a month per episode is is good? Because it is. And then the other thing, the after I said these things, then it started to get recontextualized again because you just got to keep moving the goalposts to, to make the the desired original outcome true right and like they they just they just go on and they they say oh well uh how could it happen during the writer strike and what's different about the acolyte versus the other shows is the acolyte didn't have a mini writers room the acolyte had a full writing staff which means you have somewhere between six to 12 people roughly who are working together are, they are talking about what they're doing. They're probably working on scripts and teams with, and they are working on a specific script. Whereas when you want to contextualize that against Andor, Tony Gilroy is writing the majority of it and then tossing over elements that he can't figure out that he's struggling with or the ideas of his, of his two collaborators who then come in. And uh, but at the end of the day, what you end up with is um, 
a very coherent vision in with that with that way, where it is mostly the Gilroy vision, if you will. But when a writer strike breaks out and he's ejected from the set if he doesn't want to be blacklisted, now we have a uh-oh kind of moment. Whereas on the other on the other side, on the acolyte, those scripts were all pretty pe people pretty much said what they wanted to say and worked on their scripts and got them into a finished place before filming. And now there's always a chance that once they start filming, Amanda Stenberg's trying to read a line. And she's like, this doesn't fucking make sense. I, I can't say this, George. You know what I mean? Whatever it happens to be. And then you would then they have the onset writers who would who would fix it up. But it's not the same kind of issue. The, 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 it could arise, but that's that's how they, they 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 that's how they handled it. And on the top on top of that, this strike didn't come out of nowhere. It wasn't a surprise. So the problematic parts in the scripts, the weak points, the difficult stuff, was likely. I don't know this for certain, so I'm not trying to say this is what they did. But I would imagine they scheduled that stuff earlier on, so that way they knew that they had enough time to write the revisions for the pickup shots that would need to come and for which whatever you know you could look read a script and know where the weak points are as a, at these people these are professional writers they and when you have 12 of them and they're reading each other's scripts they are identifying where the problems are so most likely uh, it was it was scheduled out that way i don't know that for certain but I would be very, very fucking surprised if that wasn't the case, especially based off of how things were going on other productions I know about. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> so anyways, yeah. So, no, so acolyte wrapping is not a surprise. It's been the plan. I believe acolyte was likely even started when it was with writer strike in in mind. Same thing with with. That's why they said it before. They had extra shows in the can because of the writer's strike. They could have really made life a lot easier on people, and they they didn't because of the writer's strike. You know what I mean? That's why Skeleton... That's why I believe Skeleton Crew filmed when it did. I could be wrong about that, right. but I think I'm... But based off of, of the way that I learned how they were or responding to the writer's strike, set, I think that's, that's the assumption. Yeah. As people on set like to call it, Skeleton Cruel. Oh, hey. Oh, <laughs> hey. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's, um, yeah, it's the same. I mean, it's, it, this is just like the, uh, the uh, same stuff from the, the uh, same people, though. Like, you know, you, you could, I mean, you could just look at, like, if you just fucking made a spreadsheet of what they attack, who they attack, and how they attack them. It's, you could, you could see, you could see that, like, our buddy at Lost, uh, Lindelof, wasn't getting the uh, same thing when he came on to do his Ray film. Yet he's the one who actually straight up talked shit. He's the one who fucking retweeted out the Red Letter Media video on the takedown of the Phantom Menace saying this should be taught in every film school and someone should show George Lucas. Like, and then so you're gonna take, you know what I mean? Take that, but and and at the same time, and remember the red letter media video also. Remember that when they said J.J. Abrams should direct a Star Wars, yeah, <laughs> that was their pick too. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. they're not so happy about that now. So no. it's like, like, I think those guys are funny. But any, yeah, I don't agree the with their analysis, but I, I think Wars, the biggest problem I think with making a Star Wars is trying to live up to Star Wars. You know, like trying to live up to everything. You just can't. You got to settle in for what you're making, you know, and have yeah. fun, but don't make fun. Like, and even then you can still make fun if, if you're really good at knowing how to balance it. Like in a way, the Spider-Verse films kind of make fun of Spider-Man fans and fandom. If you really look at it, it kind of mm -hmm. breaks it apart. It Han just does Solo. It in an emotionally truthful way. You know? Han Solo but, does that though. Han Solo's the one who is who in A New Hope is looking at the shit that Obi Wan and Luke are saying and like eye rolling yeah. like Are you fucking kidding me? But you have an actor who can sell it and you have a character who's that like sarcastic and laconic or whatever who can you know what I mean pull it off. The actor sold the shit out of it. The actor I mean, sold the shit those, out of it. Yeah, we've seen those auditions by every mm -hmm. major actor there ever. We I love me Kurt Russell. He ain't no Han Solo. <laughs> not yeah. not at that. Jack Burton's more Han Solo than whatever he was doing there. Yeah. yeah that day yeah. 
Yeah. And I no, I I'm I mean, yes, the, the a New Hope cast is is fucking perfect. You know what I mean? Who in and once and, and once again um who was it? Was it was it De Palma that he was with when he was casting Star Wars? They were yeah. like 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 he wasn't by he wasn't alone in that room when he no. was when he was picking his cast when they were discussing out who would be better for Carrie and who would be better for um Star Wars. They were doing it together. When George Lucas writes Star Wars and shows it to his friends and they all get together and pick it apart. It's because he had a right. He had a writer peer group or peer review group of other artists. I mean, and without the Palma, you don't get uh, the opening crawl. He tore Star Wars apart and was like, "You need to fucking this. None of this shit makes sense." And there was, he was a little bit of an asshole crawl. about it. He was an asshole that's about where, it. That's where Paul Hirsch is. Yeah. He tells the story of the day they they did that. And yeah, Paul, I was like, De Palma's being a little too mean, in my opinion. But George mm-hmm. George checked him pretty good. So. Pretty, yeah, pretty, he made one of the best movies of all time. Um, but but the but the point is, George didn't just sit there and go, "Yeah, 1930s Republic serials." This is what I'm referencing. Everybody who wants to touch my well, arm. No, he got he got bullied by his friend, and then he came back with that with that answer. It's, it's like not, when, when it's not a no, it's, it's not a deity. It's not a godlike move, is it? It's the opposite. It's, it's like when people go in the chat, they go, you know, Rob, Avatar is just Dances of Wolves in space. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, Star Wars is just f- dirty Flash Gordon. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, Star like Wars you, is... you can do this all fucking day long, too, right? Like, Star if Wars it were that simple. A, a B-grade hidden fortress in some ways, if, too. If it, <laughs> like, if it were what? that simple, though, everyone could just do a dirty Flash Gordon and make another yeah. Star Wars, right? Who, who's pulled that one yeah. off? Nobody. Like, Anyone it, can make a Dances of Wolves in space. I mean... John Carter or Mars? How will that go? Like, yeah, I, I think knowing knowing structure is is I think important, but also like when you're, I think most writers would say when you're writing well, the structure comes naturally. Yeah, yeah, it, it, structure and, is and good for revisions to kind of help tighten things up, and in the yeah. same way that editing helps with that too. If you know structure, editing is the same but, deal. Yeah, but it's also the like when you're playing music and you you know scales, but you don't want to play scales. And if you just do structure, tell, you're, you're playing scales. You're not playing music. That's my point. My personal belief is if you got to put an emotional truth into your bit, not something you're trying to teach someone like this is what's popular on the internet or I'm trying to sell like a political idea to make myself feel better. No, a real something you experience, an emotional truth you know, in your artwork for people to relate to. Yeah. When there is that, in it, and whether it's one person or it's a group of you, you have to put something in there that resonates as being, oh shit, even though this is a big corporate fucking action figure, you know, piece of, right. you know, product that's doesn't make money. There is something truthful that's meaningful if, in there. Like Indiana Jones, but let's just pretend it's Star Wars, okay? Let's pretend Han Solo what did, what didn't die. And we, but you were doing the you you could if you did a movie where Han Solo was retiring, and he was having to say goodbye to all of the people he saw every day, and his world was about to get a lot smaller, and then blah 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 blah, and you did it on the on the backdrop of uh, a battle and all of this stuff, right? That would still be the same thing that George Lucas did because George Lucas told the story through the hero's journey. And a funny joke from Sam, even the hero's journey was a recycled plot. Yeah, it's like literally. <laughs> I, I see a, there's an actual diagram where it recycles yeah, itself. No, but but the uh, but the but the point being is that if you were to do that, you would be doing the same thing that George did. You told something ab- about a, a life a step in life and then where you end up after that step like in star wars the original one he's a boy now he's a man kind of thing and so you would have that kind of transformation but you can do that and if they if they made that movie i think people would hate it i don't think they should probably make that movie well indiana we'll see how indiana jones does but um when they when they go and they like it's the same thing on paper but those guys wouldn't see that though they wouldn't Jason, see it that way. I would I would counter that there's also it's in that first film in that Obi-Wan isn't dead either. Even though he's mm-hmm. died, he hasn't died. And that's an emotional truth. That's the actually the thing that De Palma 
bitched about Lucas the Force. This is stupid. And Lucas comes back at him. Maybe if your movies had the Force in it, they'd make more money. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, sick burn, dude. <laughs> it's a pretty good burn. That so in the way that you know, like that, and it's it's done in a way that is emotionally resonant with the characters. It's not just being told to them how things work. Yeah. It's the biggest problem with fan fiction is they just go on an exposition rant. They just tell everyone how shit works. Yeah. And not just not fan fiction, but anything I watch where I'm like, oh, they're just telling me how like Mando season three is chock full of this nonsense where you just tell you about Bo-Katan. They just tell you all these things. She worked with with the bad guy for a while and we did this and we did that. But I'm like, yeah, man, like I, there's, I can't feel it. You know, like, I, I got to experience this. And so the Obi-Wan coming back from the dead to speak to Luke is done in an emotional way. And let's be honest, John Williams probably helped sold that as much as anyone else, you know, like, <laughs> but, um, it, 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 and that meant a lot in a time when, I mean, they're turning on the news and that was when the news was showing you the horrors of war every night. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, and it, it, I mean, not like now where they just, uh, it's like a football game, you know, or, <laughs> Giant, giant freaking robot. We've we've exclusively learned that Dave Filoni's upcoming Star Wars film will see the return of Alden Ehrenreich as Han Solo and the recasting of Leia Organa. Yeah, okay, guys. Okay, yeah. No, definitely. you don't be two-faced, Jason. My movie's called Mando Forever. No. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy that they're casting for a movie. Solo faces. You, you can't write. Two faces. He's gonna have you a young solo. You can't even write it. Old solo face. He's gonna be oh, half solo. You're writing yeah. right now. You're writing. You're gonna get in trouble. Oh no, I'm writing. Yeah. I'm gonna get blacklist. Ooh, blacklist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, no. Put me on a list. Tell me I can't do things. I love mm -mm. it. Right. Gonna be on the list. <laughs> yeah. yeah a, don't, don't get him started on that. He loves that. What are you doing, Jason? You're encouraging him. Yeah, it's it's like it's kind of weird. It's like maybe maybe since you could you know cast get the information on the Star Wars movie that's coming after the next Star Wars movie, maybe you should rewind it and get the news on the Star Wars movie they're supposed to be making next. I mean that would make. I more didn't sense. realize I just said, Filoni just said that he held an Eric would play Two Face and then he'd be two solos. Like <laughs> like I did not. I don't know where like I was. I don't know how I came up with that one. Like you know <laughs> that what? is a good idea, right? Mm -hmm. like, it's not a bad idea. It does work. It does work. Yeah, it does work. Yeah, but well, that that this is where we are, you guys. We we are in a time when uh the, there's not like not a lot going on, so the guys are going to manufacture outrage and they're going to make shit up. That's just that's just where it is, and and like there's absolutely nothing I can do about it or Bespin Bulletin because. You know what do the Anemodians say? Can't even get to eight thousand subs, Jason. We There's nothing to report. You know, for, for yeah. a year and a half. You know, like hey, we have we goes. have no pull, no None. pull, no pull. The uh, the truth does does not sell. Um, no. that's for that's a fact, but no. but it, yeah, it, it's only gonna it's only gonna gonna probably pick up until until we get into like pr production time, and then I think that they start to get a little bit more nervous about making shit up. Because well, actually, I don't even think they give a fuck. I mean, like they like they literally said a, a show wasn't being made that was that wrapped. <laughs> it's like right. it's fucking wild. Like that's some. I mean, God, if QAnon finds those guys, the audience, they're 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 gone. How do you know they're not already working. Yeah, with them? right. They're like, yeah. oh, <laughs> fucking. Um. They're. I want to. I want to get in on that. I want to do like our version of like, of like Kennedy's going to return and become like the VP. Our thing is uh, George Lucas is going to release a Star Wars movie in Reykjavik at the specific theater on December on December twenty fifth. With Kennedy, Kennedy's coming back. No, no, she, yeah, but it's George Lucas. He's made his own Star Wars movie with his with his four billion, and he's releasing. I, know, I was talking it. about JFK Jr. and, and the yeah, yeah that's people. That, that's right? what I'm that's yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah, so right. we, so we get all of these people to go to like Reykjavik on Christmas <laughs> outside of a theater that's closed. The Angel of Christmas. Dooku is gonna 
hero <laughs> at the White House on May 29th. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's wild, man. <laughs> These fucking people, man. Like it never gets old, dude. dude, dude. Oh man. You know, I'm not going to sit there and be one of these apathetic Gen Xers who goes, people suck, but a lot of them do. Yeah. yeah. Um, General Kirby says, I think you can do a hero's journey with some originality. No, like the, the hero's journey is literally the opposite of, of originality in terms of the structure, though. That's all it is, is a structure. And that's a misunderstanding. I think, honestly, this is just a misunderstanding of what it is. There's a, a lot of people have done the hero's journey and you hate the movie. And then Star Wars did it, and you and you like it. But the thing about it is, is that isn't the, the magic isn't in the hero's journey. There's even that, that one activist Disney guy who's trying to take it over so he could give Disney to DeSantis. You know that guy? Remember that guy we talked about like a while ago? He's 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 making for calls for Star Wars to return to the hero's journey format. Ray followed the hero's journey format, you guys. The right. guys who don't like it. I'm not saying General Grievous here is saying that. Maybe you are, George. I don't know. Yeah. But but General, but they say that, and it's like Ray literally followed the hero's journey. Yeah. It, it, you don't, you, you don't, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. And yeah, you could take any structure and, and do a great story. Any structure that's, any structure that's been identified. Jar Jar like, follows the hero's journey in the Phantom Menace. But but every great every great store or or every structure that we could identify probably has a great piece of art attached to it. So yeah, you're well, not wrong. Nikki follows a hero's journey. Who wants yeah. to watch that fucking movie again? <laughs> Popeye's chicken's fucking awesome. Uh, the hero Ant Man and the Quantum Mania follows a hero's journey. Thor: Love and Thunder's follows the hero's journey. Just letting you guys know, you know, like yeah, yeah, it's not and, the answer. And, but but yeah. the, the idea that Star Wars isn't doing that today is right. I, I don't know where that comes from because it's like if you just pay attention, it, it does. Well, I wrote in the chat GPT and it told me how it doesn't because I told mm. it I wanted to tell me how it doesn't. So it gave me a bunch of fucking answers. Um, yeah. No, no. The actual the actual truth is, Rob, is uh, when you when you ride or die with the hero's journey chat gpt might as well write it hey re remember when all those wall street guys bought warner brothers and decided to like get involved with the snyder films how well did that go for everybody yeah you, know, you got the justice league you know you got like to this day i still think how fucking henry cavill ever fucking like did, he should have sued over that what they did to his face in that movie as an actor all you have is your face man you know, when you're young, that's what, I mean, seriously, that's what's getting you on places. And his face is certainly the one getting him on places. And that face, I don't know what the fuck this is. I say just give Superman a mustache. Sued. Superman can grow a mustache. What? He can't grow a mustache? You're trying to say he's, he's super. He could grow Dude, the one. Superman I grew up with in Mexico, they had they had a bootleg Superman show. He had a mustache. Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah. 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 yeah, he did. It was great. It would, he'd fly in front of a green screen, but it would just be space. Even when he was right. in the city, he would just jump to space. <laughs> like or we could give Superman a Gary Kurtz beard with no mustache. Just flip it. I mean, they could have that one if they want it for the next one. I'll give it to him. Just saying. All right, everybody. We'll, we'll, we'll see everybody tomorrow. We, 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 we've done our hour. We've done our topic. We've set our piece. If you disagree with us, you can leave us a, a comment and um, I'll read it and I'll probably I felt the get. answer, by the way, for that reshoot when they couldn't get rid of the mustache was just to give him the full beard because he had a beard in the comics. Mm -hmm. They had just put on the beard extensions. You know what I mean? Like they yeah. could have given him a beard and it would have because he he'd been the hair still grows after you die anyway. We just would have looked better. But have you ever seen the first <laughs> You're such a nerd. Uh, actually, your your hand, your fingernails, and your toenails, they, they yeah. still grow out you die. Look, man, look, you got to fucking sell it to a producer like John Peters. And have you seen that guy? He sits on his couch and re has people read scripts to him. Like, it's fucking crazy. Hey, go watch the, re the Death and Returns to Superman Lives and just watch John Peters. He literally lives in the house that, that Bruce Wayne lives in in Batman Begins. It's just filled with all this old, like, yeah <laughs> broke shit you know what i mean like or you know what it reminds me of gene hackman's office and get shorty where it's got all that hollywood mm -hmm. stuff from the 30s on the walls everywhere yeah that's what it looks like and and uh general grievous says thank you for the stream thank you general grievous i hope you don't feel picked on but you i did pick on you today but thank you
<laughs> I'll see you guys tomorrow. And thank you, Dale. And thank you to everybody who's a channel member and all that, that stuff. And thanks for showing up on the uh, late notice, Rob. And we'll see everybody tomorrow. tomorrow. It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey! It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey! It's the end of the show. Come on, let's go. Hey! No, you should go. Come on, let's go. It's not about spaceships.